Thanks for downloading the Bedhoppers podcast. If you're not 18, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature. It chronicles our journey into the swinging lifestyle. Thank you for hopping into our beds. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Welcome to Bed Hoppers episode 17. This is Mr. H speaking, and this is Mrs. H. We're back again. We've got a plethora of things for you today. Ooh, Ooh. You wordsmith you. I know, right? I'll charm all the ladies with my plethoring. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. I can't back that up. Anyway, we've got a slightly different show today for you. Um, in fact, we, we've gone out and asked uh, lots of our listeners, uh, in fact, those on Twitter and those on Reddit, uh, for any questions they'd like us to tackle. So uh, we got so many responses, which was really humbling. Thank you ever so much to anyone who submitted us uh, or submitted a question to us. Uh, that we're not sure that we're going to be able to fit them in one episode. So this may well end up being... A two-parter. Yes. Two mm. parts, one cup. <laughs> What? Is that is that not a thing? It's that a thing was, now. It's a thing now. Okay, yeah. two parts, one cup. Uh, one cup of coffee, that is clearly what I'm referring to. Um, you may notice that my voice is extra gravelly. It's like I've gone into full Lion King Simba <laughs> together we form part of the circle life mode. Uh, that's because I was at a work event last night and there was a free bar. Oh. I know, I did quite well out of it. I may have drank quite a bit. You, <laughs> you, you'll all be pleased to know that I wasn't sick anywhere, which is good. Uh, I was very well behaved. And one assumes you weren't engaging in sexual activity with anyone either. No, I wasn't. Well, well, I may have been sending the odd sort of quasi-nude uh-huh. to, to yourself, obviously, <laughs> and um, to the occasional friend on, you know, in the lifestyle. Yeah. I think that's fair enough. So for anyone that received those pictures, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just so fucking sorry, guys. Not sorry. I'm what? I am slightly sorry. There wasn't. You look slightly proud to me, but um, all right. Well, that was the picture, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we had a bunch of questions from everybody. Um, so we thought we'd um, answer as many of these as we can in, in, in the uh, time that we've got. And if we need to do more, then we'll do another episode and, until we run out of questions and then we can go back to normal and go back to our journey. Uh, before we do that, uh, I wanted to briefly mention that last week we went to Vanilla Alternative. How was that, Mrs. H? It was a bit quiet, but it was still a stunning club. Very nice club. Mm. Very nicely done, very nicely maintained. Yep. We had a kick-ass room. Oh, it was wonderful. We stayed at the club, guys, really nice. um, which you can do. Uh, it's very, very reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, and the room was just lovely. It was really great. It was, it was awesome. And uh, we, we we went up there and, and saw some of our friends, which was quite nice. We met a few new people. No action this time around. Not with other people. No, just action with ourselves, <laughs> which of course is the best kind of action. But it was uh, it was a relatively quiet, I thought, at the, the club. It was when the tumbleweed weed rolled <laughs> past um, and the specials Ghost Town came on <laughs> that I realised that, that it was a little bit quiet. Yeah, but yeah. it was a, a fun night again. Yeah, it was, it was a fun, yeah. nice, good night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went with that I'm sure we'll be going back at some point soon in the near future we're actually off to a different club tomorrow um, I'm allowed to talk about this because this isn't being pub- this is being published ah. or 
what's coming sent out yeah. after we've been to the, the place where we're going. So last week I oh, mentioned... I was about to get all like, no, you mustn't say anything. <laughs> why would you say this? I don't know why you sound like Sebastian the Crab, but it's um, it's really good. Okay. No, he's Jamaican, isn't he? It would be uh, the, the candlestick from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, um, uh, Lumiere? Lumiere. 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 Oh, okay. Right. So, um, yeah, once again, we're back onto Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what were we doing? What was I talking about? So we're about? allowed to talk about the club that we're going to in the future, but when this gets published, it'll be in the past. That's right. The strange Back to the Future club experience. <laughs> so tomorrow we are going to Chameleons. Mm, chamele- chameleons in Darleston, because there's two. There's one in Wales. There's one in Wales. Which we've not been to. No. And there's one in... West Bromwich. West Bromwich, wherever that is. Yeah. Um, which is about three hours oh, from us, yeah. about three hours. So we're going to uh, crack on up there and turn up for a little bit of a surprise birthday for um, one of our friends. Yeah, and we haven't been to this club before, so again, it's an opportunity to try something new Yeah, uh, and see what we think of it and mm-hmm. maybe give it a bit of a review yeah, we'll, 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 you know, maybe next week we'll talk about it if, we, if we're not still answering questions, <laughs> which we may well be doing for the rest of the year, given the amount that we had, which was lovely and, and very, very humbling. Um, and, and it was so nice of so many people to write in and ask us so many questions. And so nice of so many of our friends to start taking the piss out of us with so many of their questions, I too. I think these people just want to hear me say pornographic words. Well... We did put out a survey this week, <laughs> and you've got to say, I think, is it moist slit? Oh, good lord, no. So, uh, Mrs. H? Yeah? Go on. Now, who tells you that I have to say these words? Twitter did. They All of Twitter <laughs> Oh, voted. Twitter has spoken. Yes. Twitter, as a, as a character, <laughs> was like, we want to hear Mrs. H say is moist it- slit. And that to you is how all of Twitter sounds. Uh, most of the time, as yeah. A, as a voice representation, that's how it sounds. Yes. In fact, I can hear the cracks like, moist slit, moist slit, moist slit, moist slit. I don't know what kind of audiences you're attracting, but it sounds hideous. <laughs> it was, uh, uh, you know, it's sort of like Queen and We Will Rock You, but but mm-hmm. sort of worse in many ways. <laughs> so you've got to say it, it's the law. Can I, uh, can you use it in a sentence for me? Yes. <laughs> Please uh, some context. Can can you please put your hard throbbing cock <gasps> into my moist slit? Okay. Now, can you ever think of a time, ever, where that is going to happen? Well, then I'm going to put my no, no, no. Hard... But I'm ever going to ask you to do that. What, what you, you ask me to do that all the time, <laughs> just not using that that terminology. that terminology, which is why I think you need to say it. Oh. Think of it as like linguistic. Desire warm up, <laughs> like a lunge, a verbal lunge, if you were. <laughs> oh, good grief! Right, okay. I tell you what, I'll go on better. I'll give you an extra disgusting word in there. Go on. That I wouldn't normally come out with. Go on. <laughs> Feeling quite nauseous at this already. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Never to be repeated, this. Okay. It's uh-huh. going to be my ringtone, you know uh, this. Uh, you know, and if you get turned on by this, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turned on all the time anyway, so it's pure happenstance. Uh, I, I feel I feel rotten about this. Okay, fine. I would love your girthy cock in my moist slit. Ooh. <laughs> Don't you dare get turned on by that sentence. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awful. What that's you, a new low. What you didn't... 
see listeners, um, primarily because this is a podcast, is Mrs. H actually sort of sidled up to the microphone and sort of looked seductively <laughs> over the top of uh, my throbbing red recorder. I had to get into character. Did you? Mm-hmm. Which character were you? Uh, a, a porn star, I guess. A porn star? Or maybe a, a prostitute. <laughs> No, I, no, I, you might have been like a like one of those phone line workers. A sex line worker? Yeah. Okay. Sex lines. Thanks. It's good. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a very... I hope all of Twitter in its entirety enjoyed that. I hope you're pleased with yourself, Twitter. Go and think <laughs> about what I you've am. done now. <laughs> Go and sit in a corner and let me have a sit down, shower, cry and think about what I've said. And if anyone wants me to uh, make that into a ringtone... Or a text message or, alert. like a regular feature. Yeah, yeah. For any of our friends that, that regularly message us, um, we'll be happy <laughs> what, to send it's that. It's the moist slit segment, yes. Mrs. H. Maybe I can write a song about moist slits. Or not. <laughs> well, now right. that's uh, done and now, gone. Now the moist slit is done and dusted. Never to be repeated. It will be. It's, I'm going to make this part of your language now. You disgust me. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swap it for other words. Instead of pizza, it's going to be, can you pass me a slice of moist slit, please? My lexicon has not been enhanced by this profanity. <laughs> I am disgusted. Your lexicon? <laughs> what have you got for us? All right, I got questions. <laughs> Fine. So, uh, first up, uh, do, 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 do. here's this one from. So, um, actually, we're going to go straight into something that's, that's quite appropriate. So, I think this was uh, from C or Swinging Down Under Folks. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that, that she asked. Uh, was you to say clunge for 45 oh, minutes. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll if, do you a separate a separate recording. There you go. You, what, them a separate recording? Yeah, okay. just them. 45 just... minutes of me saying clunge. Clunge, 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 clunge. <laughs> Lovely clunge, wonderful clunge, clunge. No? Yeah. It's, it's like clunge as a substitute for spam. Wait, is this in line with your uh, weird sex lunges you were talking about? Sclunges. Sclunges. Oh, God. That sounds like a terrible dessert that you might have got at school dinners. <laughs> right, okay. I've so... got a terrible sclunge today. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, discussions of how you think the future of non-monogamy will go in the UK. Wow. Well, this, that's a fucking yeah. opener, isn't it? Oh, that's, that's out there. <laughs> it's more of an opener than a girthy cock. <laughs> <laughs> a girthy cock will generally open most things. <laughs> Kicking back doors in <laughs> since 2017. <laughs> it's not been a long round for long. Man, there's some girth on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's been getting girthier all the time. Um, okay, do you, do you want me to start on this one? Or go, do you want to start? Yeah, you, you go um, for it. I think there is there is uh, an increase of of interest in the lifestyle, as in the swinging lifestyle, but also general um, non-monogamy. Um, we've not seen much of polyamory in the UK, but I am aware that generally it's on the increase. I don't think I've encountered any polyamory situations, personally. I don't know of any or have any reference to any. But I agree, lifestyle is generally kind of on the increase. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. I think as a result of it, become, and in fact, it's actually in the, the media a lot more. Um, you see it on documentaries. Um, they tend to be the shock docs, but they it's something that's out and about more often, more frequently. I see it quite prolifically in the media more and more. I see these cheeky little articles that appear in the sort of social media news feeds about, oh, hey, 
Yeah, look what I get up on the weekend. I'm going to make a little documentary about it. And... You mean like stuff like Woman Magazine, don't no, you? No, I don't mean... you again. <laughs> that sort of thing. No, I do not. I mean tabloid. Yeah. Tabloid press. Yeah. So, you know, you, the likes of your son and Mirror and the British tabloid that, you know, it likes to sensationalise things. Mm. So I've seen a, an increase maybe of those kind of you know, articles that are designed to elicit a shock response of, oh, these normal people get up to all this, this kink. Wow. I'm just a regular person and I get into this every weekend. Yeah. And I think, I think we're seeing much more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's... They are trying to normalise it, I think. um, In a way, I think that what they're really trying to do is sell more newspapers, magazines, adverts on TV or whatever. But I think the reality is, is that the frequency of this stuff is increasing. So with that in mind... I do think that the future of non-monogamy in the UK um, is is getting stronger. It's becoming it's not normal yet. It's not it's it's far from that. But I think those types of things are becoming much more mm. acceptable, and people are a lot more accepting in general. And I think not to the the extent where I think you'll find that there's swingers and polyamorous coming out all over the country. But I think I think pe- they're breaking some stigmas. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly, that's, that's, the, the barriers are coming down a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, and C, I think, centres four. So we're going to try <laughs> and whiz through these quickly. Um, not because we don't want to pay them attention, but because um, we don't want to give Raw the limelight as much as she might well deserve Well, no, it. she's getting 45 minutes of clunge recordings from me later. So I know, you know. right? Uh, okay. Uh, what, <laughs> type, what type of, uh, I think she means condoms. She said condoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, and uh, Yoko like, um, so those of you who don't know, Yoko is our is dog. Is our little trash panda. And she ate uh, a bunch of condoms. So um, we like, well, we keep a variety with us, actually. We keep the latex-free ones with us, just in case we encounter anybody mm-hmm. uh, that has an allergy. Uh, we tend to use the Passante, Passante. ones uh, and a mix of those. Uh, we tend to go for the either the lubed ones or the, um, he says braggingly, but not realistically, king-size ones, <laughs> purely because they're just a nicer fit. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of it. But we we do have a mix of condoms, and I, I I like to mix it up a bit. I don't tend to stick to one brand. I'm less keen on Durex. I'm less keen on the flavoured ones. We don't have any flavoured exactly. ones, but, so I suppose but you're the, right. The point yeah. is, we've never decided, oh, let's get some, I don't know, banana-flavoured condoms. Get some licorice-flavoured ones. Oh, well, going back years, you could get these gross flavoured ones like kebab and lager flavour. Yeah, beer and chips. <laughs> Classy. Okay. Um, what type of lube do we use? Okay. Liquid silk. Am yeah, I, I think right? it's liquid silk. Um, mm. It's pretty much that because it's... Um, <laughs> it cunningly looks like a bottle of hand cream. <laughs> it does look like a bottle of hand cream. I love its handy pump action. Well, I, I like the fact that it, the big one Which comes with a pump. Which is because it gives you handy pump action. <laughs> oh, dear. Pump for rumpy pumpy. Oh, dear. Um, so we've got that and we've got a little tiny weenie one um, that goes goes in the swing bag. You mean me, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not a small little dinky person that we keep in the, the bag. Um, so... Uh, it's it's mainly liquid silk, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I think uh, the ones that are again flavoured, we we tend to avoid because they tend to have sugars. We don't tend to use the silicon based ones because it's sticky. I don't like the sticky ones. No, um, so it tends to be that. And we've tried a bunch of them over the year. In fact, I remember one one ruined my summer hat. 
Oh, you have never let that go. No, and you are livid about what I, you did to your hat. Yeah, um, it was yeah. it was a terrible. Exploded all over your hat in a suitcase. Look, I spent <laughs> fucking weeks picking that hat. Picking the perfect hat. Yeah, it was, per- and it looked great. And I've still got the hat, and I still do wear the hat. It's just it has a Nicely weird lubed. <laughs> weird patch. It has been washed. It just has a weird luby suntan patch. <laughs> So uh, anyone going to desire? With... I think if you find a lube you like, you stick to it. Yeah, maybe I should have covered the whole thing in lube and just just generally be done with it. But yeah, so we we stuck to that that lube. Um, what is our favourite sex toy? Do we both use toys? When and how often? Mm. Do we have a, a collective toy that we like to use together? Uh, well, I think the we the wand. The wand is probably the the one that we use it's together. It's probably the winner, I think, that we both use together. Mm. That is um, reliable and fun. Yeah, I think so. I I don't really use any sex toys by myself. Um, I think you'd probably have an epi if that happened. <laughs> Not that that's cool to say, but you'd throw your toys out of the pram if I did. <laughs> well, now I'm still laughing uh, back to an earlier episode where you reviewed the sex toy. Yeah. Um, yeah, experience. I think I only got away with that because it was laughable, and <laughs> and I splurged all over myself, which which you're still laughing about to this day. Oh dear. Yeah. What about you? What do you use by yourself? Uh, I I don't. I I don't generally resort to a toy. No. No. Just. Yeah. Call one of the kids in. And... Oh, you are disgusting. <laughs> no. No, I don't don't resort to a toy no? generally. I think toys are generally more. Um, a fun thing to do together. Yeah, I feel enough. kind of lazy if I have to resort to a toy on my own. What? Yeah, right. Yeah, you make me do it. I shouldn't well, yeah. you have to. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so that's the toy thing. How often? The toy together. Yeah, how often are we playing with the toy together? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, okay. I think it probably makes a, a fairly regular appearance, but. Uh, Every time. Maybe yeah. a healthy three or four times a week, maybe. Yeah, I think... Yeah, When you take into weekends. So about... I would say it comes out about one-eighth to wow, one-quarter. This is a, a very technical yeah, discussion it's, that you've segued into. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say it's not that often. I don't. I don't think it comes out. I, th- I think there's 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 the odd occasion where um, we've we've got ten minutes and we've got to <laughs> got to go, so therefore the toy comes out. But um, and those are always quality experiences. Um, <laughs> it's convenience. Yeah. What's the next question? Okay, the next question is: How is foreplay different between you both, and when you're with lifestyle people? Now that is a good question. Hmm. Uh, it's a very good question. And I nearly went a bit Gavin and Stacey then, because I'll tell you for why. Tell us why. <laughs> when we are with other play partners, mm-hmm. I may be generalising, but I have to say, I think foreplay is generally not very prolific. I think... Or at least my understanding and my expectations around what I consider foreplay to be... What um, is they not, bring is, you a drink? No, um, they, is, is not replicated in the play partners that we have. I think it depends on on the play partner. 
actually. I think foreplay is a very personal thing based on what you have You both think foreplay is quite personal? Based on what you have both grown to like together as a couple. Yeah. So what we deem to be good foreplay wouldn't necessarily work for other people. No, I agree. But the concept and the idea of foreplay should still be in existence. Yes, it does. However, I think some people may not uh, have the same grasp of what what good foreplay is. Mm, true. I think it, it really depends on who it is. And I think generally speaking, if if they are friends or we've met them a couple of times, mm-hmm. then there is a, a level of foreplay. Generally, generally um, there's exceptions to that, I think. But uh, but I think also that those, those one-off kind of club things, not mm-hmm. that we've done that very often, but those those kind of experiences there tend to be a, a lack of them yeah but it's a little more all right well the fact that we're in a club and we're, we're all here for this reason then let's maybe dispense with the lengthy foreplay potentially maybe that's what the vibe is there however this is interesting i genuinely believe that the actual play date itself the meet the build-up the talking the flirting the, the talking to the couple that you're engaging with actually is a level of foreplay. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So the foreplay... texting the... for the seven weeks before <laughs> is also a level of foreplay. It is. It's of all course. that build-up, isn't it? So it isn't necessarily that kind of textbook definition of is someone like tweaking your right nipple for seven minutes before moving on to the other one. It's, it's, it is that build-up. I'm still trying to comprehend the, the, the right nipple <laughs> tweaking. And by the by, the right nipple, is, is, do you mean not the wrong nipple? <laughs> That's the wrong nipple. Get off yeah. and hand it. When I said the the right nipple, I meant the one I like. Not literally the right nipple. <laughs> Stop yeah. that. That's too silly. Okay, right. Uh, so that was the full plate. So thank you to uh, the Swinging Down Under gang for those questions. Uh, fun Italian couple asked about our desire expectations uh, and our expectations for meeting them, or what we thought about meeting them. Now, we can't talk about um, desire yet, because we are betrothed to another in terms of talking about those experiences. Wow, okay. Yeah. But you're saying it like you didn't know that. No, I just, uh, I'm agreeing. Yeah. You, uh, by mm-hmm. saying, wow, okay. <laughs> that's, that's like um, all, all those things on consent that we've discussed, you've just... <laughs> thrown out the window yeah I suppose clearly it landed really well with me wow okay yeah no <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we can't talk about uh, her desire um, and I think we'll be talking about that on another podcast at some point in the near future um, but in terms of meeting the uh, fun Italian couple we're looking forward to it we've been uh, liking their pictures quite a lot seeing them on the chat a little bit so um, yeah guys we're looking forward to catching up with you and everybody else um, but yeah it should be good Mrs. H is giving me a funny look. She's like, what? Who, 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 no, no, no. What? No? no I'm just, just giving you a funny look because I like looking at you. Funny. Looking at me funny. Okay. So I'm now going to hand over the questions to Mrs. H. Oh, how exciting. I know, right? This could all go wrong. How? How could it possibly go wrong? Why have you taken your glasses off to read it? So I can read. Okay, fine. Next question. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Are you going to fill in the airspace or are you going to... I am about to read this question. Are you? Yes, I am. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Are you done with my intro? Is that my intro? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a question from 
I believe this is Lieutenant Richards. Richards? I'm assuming so. Okay. So, the question is around newbies at a house party. Ooh. I know. So, most are nervous. They stand against a wall with their drinks. They cuddle together, hoping and fearing that someone will will talk to them. When we host a party, we always look out for these people and we try to set up the right couple to help them feel more comfortable. So what are our thoughts around newbies at house parties? Well, it's interesting because we've yet to make a house party (laughs) because every time we're about to go to one, the fucker is (laughs) cancelled. So when we do turn up to one, we will be very new. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll be the only people there, I'm sure. But we know what to do now, stand against a wall and hold our drinks. No, you'll always find us in the kitchen at parties. (laughs) Um, I, I think that's probably a good shout, actually. And I think that's... Um, I would like to think that hosts, assuming that they've invited people and not just put a free-for-all there, mm-hmm. uh, are doing their best to help um, people connect and engage. It's not their, their entire responsibility because um, even as a new person, you have a responsibility to put yourself out there and engage with others. But I can understand totally that if you are new, you're going to be a bit nervous and you're not going not to be sure what to do. So I think as part of your party mix, my thought would be to invite people that are good at bringing people to life and getting things moving and um, not necessarily um, starting sexy times, but people that can actually uh, engage with others and make them feel welcome. You don't want a magician then. I hate magicians. I know you do. <laughs> no, honestly, if we go to another g- general party <laughs> and some fucker pulls out a deck of cards, I'm like, why have you brought that? It's a party. Fuck Just off. Just happen to have a pack of cards in your pocket. I All know. Right. Such a twat. Sorry, guys. Uh, please excuse my language. Maybe we'll never encounter one at one of these parties. I really hope we don't. I would hope not as well. Because it was just, just it's such a weird move. <laughs> it's like the guy had literally turned up to a regular party with no call for magicianery or whatever it might be. Magicianery. Magicianery. Yeah. No call for uh, delivering the delivery, cunning stunts. <laughs> getting clever tricks. Um, there was there was none, no call for it. And this guy just literally had... Fucking handkerchiefs up his jacket. He had, I don't know, all a few sorts fake of... coins knocking around. Yeah, some cards. I mean, honestly, he probably went for a shit, and a pigeon came out. It was terrible, but it, it was just like some bore, like boring chap. And instead of a personality, he did magic. And there's nothing wrong with magic and tricks per se. It's just I just find it weird that someone's like gone to a party with all this on them. Well, luckily, I probably did something awfully embarrassing at that party and like distracted everyone from the magic tricks. Well, yes, we know that's true, actually. <laughs> we won't talk about that. We're never going back to that party. I don't Good think they'll ever have us back. Right. Shall I read the next one? Uh, well, have we talked about parties enough? Do we, have we given enough opinion on it? I think, I think given that we haven't really been to any. Um, certainly <laughs> when, we go to, um, when we go to clubs and we've noticed people that are standing around quietly... Um, we do try and make a habit of going and chatting to them mm-hmm. for at least a moment or two. Um, even if they're not our type or of no interest to us and that, in, in, in that we think there might be a spark there or there isn't a physical attraction, we do still go it's over nice and have chat. a chat chat mm-hmm. with people. And um, we've actually made some really good friends doing that. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm quite happy about that approach. Cool? Cool. Next. All right. So from Powerplay. That is a powerful handle. Like you that. got the touch. <laughs> yeah. We could suggest that bit of music just for them. Okay. It's just for me. Okay. Yeah, you know. So this is a good one. This is a good one. Interracial swapping. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, so the question really is, 
Have we? Mm-hmm. Will we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it a fantasy and why it's okay to want to or not want to? Uh, so that's quite a quite a big topic. That's, really. that's quite a that's quite an interesting chunky chunky topic. Um, so and have we? Well, we have. Okay. Yes, we have. Um, is so it... I guess will we? Yes, we will again. Yeah, I think it's not something we seek out. It's not something I would that agree we wouldn't actively seek it because it's a fantasy. Mm, it's not something that that particularly turns me on it's i think for me it's all about the personal connection Absolutely. and do we do we connect with people yes or no and if there's a connection great um then if not then no yeah. and it's not like a, a specific a fantasy as you say where you like that's must my thing i like it i seek it out mm. it's more of a that guy that woman they're very really nice or whatever mm. it just happened to be of a, a but whatever, that's that's going to be a good match then. Mm. Although, to to be fair, we, we typically seek out, well, not seek out, but tend to end up connecting with people like ourselves purely because that's what we meet on our journey. So I don't think mm. our exposure to, to um, mixed race couples or um, ethnically diverse couples is very high because we just simply haven't encountered that mm-hmm. in, in the lifestyle in the UK. So certainly from thinking back to um, Swarks, thinking back to uh, even Vanilla Alternative. Yeah, I, the I clubs we've been to, I wouldn't say there's been a particularly high number of um, interracial couples there. No. Really to, to have been able to make those selections anyway. No. So um, I think the honest answer is it's not something that we would seek out as a as a... As a as a choice, as a choice necessarily, I think, um, or as as a driver, um, I. But then that said, we just it's just not something that tends to crop up for us, I suppose. Yeah, but obviously, given that we have, yeah, played with uh, interracial, and we would again. So played with interracial, <laughs> interracial. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. If it, if <laughs> if we um we obviously would play with them again. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's not something we would avoid. No, it's, it's it is interesting, and I think we, you do see that a lot on the on 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 Fab Swingers, the the website in the UK, mm. that people will avoid. Um, t- typically, people will, will will avoid playing with black guys. I think t- tends to come up a lot on the profiles. Oh yeah, they actually actively say it on their profiles, don't they? Yeah, um, you tend to find anyone from Poland tends to be or that area mm. tends to be avoided. Um, and then there's another one, but yeah, it's kind of it, it, it's a weird thing, and, and we tend to find that people that have that on their their profile are people that we wouldn't necessarily connect with. Yeah, I agree. Generally speaking, so yeah. and I think we tend to be a bit more bit more inclusive. It's it's very similar to the whole um, by guys situation, in that um, there's a lot of profiles out there that say um, you know they don't they that couples won't play with couples that have played with a by guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is just very nonsense. limiting, aren't yeah, they? Who's ever to play really. with? So, so for us, we wouldn't want to limit ourselves. And I think you know, as long as there's a connection there, I think we're we're, we're absolutely fine. Or a connection and an attraction, to be fair. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you want to ask the next one, or and you can ask me? the next one if you like? Okay. Treat yourself. Go on. <laughs> 
Well, this is a great one. Is this it? is from By and By 45. Okay. So discuss your sexual bucket list for yourself and what you would like to see your partner do. So there's a couple of questions here. So mm-hmm. um, the next... Those cheeky fuckers right. getting in a couple of questions. Uh, so I think we'll we'll answer this one first and then we'll move on to the, the next I'll answer whatever question, question I feel like answering. I may not even answer this one and answer a different one. So you, yes, your sexual I was 12. bucket list. Um, sorry, my, my sexual bucket list. Yours Mine. and what you would like to see your partner do. Oh, okay. My bucket list, I don't... Was we lovingly refer to it as a the fuck it list. list? The fuck it list. Now we did have a fuck it list when we started all this because there was lots of things we hadn't yet done. Done, but there's lots of things that we we have done. I think we we haven't really had much experience in in um, group play, and I think that's probably something that we'll we'll explore. But I think I think it's difficult because I, we like to have. Um, friends around us rather than just random people and we also like to have quite a good connection with and people. you can't really build a a massive connection with lots of multiple people at once you t- we tend to focus on a couple maybe mm. build that connection and yeah. then maybe that group play would extend to couples that we know quite well in a group environment mm. which we have we have done. We have done. But not on a grand grand scale, as you say. On a grand scale, it, no. with like 900 of the fuckers all turning up naked. <laughs> They're all going to fit in our front room. It's that's, brilliant. Uh, that's some group fun right there. 900. It, 900, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, that's going to be a challenge. I might be a bit tired after that. <laughs> um, so I, I think that's that's something that we'll, we'll probably explore as a couple. It's not something that I'm that drives me, but it's something that I, I'd like to get more not comfortable with, but. I'd like to not quite worry so much about it yeah. as a concept. Um, and as we all know, I tend to worry about everything. I think for me, um, I don't think I've really got anything that's on the, the bucket list, as it were. I just like making really great connections and having fun with people. I'd love to be able to expand our network of friends so that parties you know, can be, can be a bit more of a regular thing. I think I want to try and continue to visit all the different clubs that we've been doing um because the, the i love the idea of just going on that adventure with you and having that that really nice exploration mm. and just throwing ourselves out there i think yeah. that's quite quite interesting i don't there's there's not much else on on my agenda that i'm really that interested i don't don't want separate play or anything like that and no. um no so i think that's you know it's a bit boring really apologies um you it, it, well the question is, what would you like to see your partner do? Oh, what I'd like to see you do. Uh, so is your list for me any more exciting? <laughs> uh, well, I think there's not much I really, really want. I mean, we, we've spoken about the single guy thing. And I think I think we got, it would be good to get to that point where I've been involved in that and we've, we've experienced that. Um, but beyond that, I don't think there's anything that's driving me. I, I don't. I always see it more of as an us rather than a you, and I think sure. um, that's probably what's what's in my head. I know that's a real copper answer, no? but what about you? It's gonna be t- it's awkward if I have a list of ten things, isn't it? Not really. You probably <laughs> do know you. I really don't. Uh, okay, I, I do have I do have a couple of things. Um, it shouldn't really come as any surprise to you, hopefully. Okay. Uh, well, and, tell me if and, you're if, come. and if, if this podcast like ends abruptly, then I guess. You'll know it was a complete shock to him. <laughs> this party's over. Uh, no, so 
one thing we haven't as yet ever done and to be clear I'm not getting bent out of shape over this it's just something that is just in the back of my mind as a concept mm-hmm. is uh dp okay mm-hmm. so um double penetration I guess we should just clarify yeah yeah no, you didn't say deep heat deep heat love yes. it can you cover me in deep heat yes I can do that oh, yeah <laughs> it, that would be an experience wouldn't it uh for you or I <laughs> well for either one of us You'd, uh, yeah. It, it wouldn't be... Uh, You'd wouldn't certainly be able to breathe really well. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need to do lunges or all that. All yeah, that I'm you. loving this deep heat. <laughs> yeah, this deep heat's brilliant. Especially in this weather. Best deep heat ever. <laughs> so, yeah, deep Again, I'm, I'm not actively yearning for that. I just know <laughs> it's something I would probably like to at least say I have experienced just to be clear this is one for that you want for yourself not one that you want for me (laughs) should have clarified yeah I want to see you totally deep heed (laughs) deep heated and deep heed with some deep heat applied (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah no no I I, obviously you would be one of the people involved in the deep heat (laughs) one imagines so yeah uh I I probably want to explore it at some point okay yeah all right i'm not ready for that yet no you um, well you, you've not done all your lunges you still sat there having no, a, uh, yeah. a nice cup of decaf I'm, I'm just and not drink yeah physically ready for it. right now probably not <laughs> uh so that that is that and then the only other thing that is uh consistently i suppose loitering around the the, the list is the the single guy mm-hmm yeah, he just won't go away, will he? <laughs> just, yeah, that's true. He just turns up every day. Continuously there. Do you need me today? Outside. No, all right. <laughs> I'll come back. Well, to be fair, we've not really looked for that yet. No, so I think... God, no. Well, we, we hadn't even, I hadn't even considered it was something that was a consideration until we discussed it quite recently in, in a recent podcast. And I thought, That was okay. like four weeks ago. Yeah, and it's definitely not. <laughs> You know, something that's, you know, nagging at me. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, when are we going to find the swingle? <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. No, it's just um, something that is on a list. If it never gets ticked off, then it's fine. Cool. It's and what do you want for me? Oh, wow. Um, yeah. More robots. <laughs> I don't want more robots for you. more robots. I, I guess for you, I would just like to see you... Um, experience lots of fun, really. Oh, cool. Uh, but with me in oh, a long time. totally awkward. <laughs> so you don't, you don't mean me just sitting there playing the PlayStation for a few hours? And I'm, I'm with you on the fact that I don't want to go into the kind of like uh, playing separately or anything like that. Whatever no. that fun entails, it, it's got to be both of us. And I think, you know, we, we know that we don't cope very, very well without each other. So no. even sort of just being away from you last night, we we find slightly traumatic. Yeah. It's, We're um, a unit, aren't we? Yeah. We don't want to be separated. I know. So uh, the, the next section of this particular question, mm-hmm. what changes have you already noticed in your relationship since joining the lifestyle? Um, well, that's a lovely question. It is. Because um, I think I've noticed nothing but positive changes. I think it has been positive. I, I mean, even when things haven't gone right or we've not agreed... Or one of us, probably me, has thrown the toys out the pram. Um, it's actually been a, a valuable exercise, and it's been useful for us as a couple to develop our um, yeah 
you know our our relationship so i i think that's been really good and i think that's really helped us pull things together and yeah looking kind of worried there wife no no not at all uh so i think even as you said when things have gone wrong i think what i should say guys is is that um outside the house there's been a large sound of a skateboard yes uh, which actually suggests that um that uh, one of the children has decided to come home at whatever time at night uh, but we're waiting around for the door to open. That's exactly what I and, was getting at. Yes. Well, I know what you were getting at, but you were, you were making it really difficult for me to talk when you're pointing frantically towards <laughs> the window uh, and, and pointing to your ear whilst still expecting me to answer some sort of question. Good acting, me. No, terrible acting. No. And, and not at all helpful in the slightest. <laughs> not every skateboard that goes past. Yeah, okay, fair. So, um, I was going to say that, yes, when things have gone a little bit pear shape sometimes um again the the outcome has largely been a positive one yeah because all it's done really is is serve to make her stronger mm. because we've stopped we've talked about it we've kind of like where are we we've evaluated how we felt and what we do and how we move on so it's just been okay we're stronger than ever yeah i agree and i i think this what what i really like is the fact that we've always talked we've always um been together on stuff and actually we we rarely rarely argue um but this this has really helped really forced us i suppose to make sure that we're communicating really frequently in fact the podcast more than anything has helped us with that because we're talking about what goes on in our lives we're having to to sit down and have proper conversations and think things Mm. through and um you know and, and listeners ask questions that that actually really make you think about they your, are. your, your life choices. Thought, and, aren't they are thought provoking, are And that's all thanks to you, listeners. Nice one. It's very cathartic. It, it is very cathartic. But in and terms I think of... there's, there's little to no communication in marriages I've known where they've not. Marriage! <laughs> where they've not, not survived the marriage or, you know, things have not worked out. It's because people just simply don't sit and talk about things. I know, and it, and this does drive us to do that because we're doing that on a weekly basis, but also with the lifestyle. You go on adventures, mm. and I, my my favourite bit is the the one the getting in the car to go there or, or whatever it is, mm. you know, how we're going to get there, or jumping on the bus if we're feeling so inclined, or or the bit where we're on our way back and we're actually like, oh, well, what happened, or what did you think of them, or how did it go for you, or what, what you know, what did you like about that, and that that debrief piece is is really important mm. so i i've you know i i've really learned to sort of make the most of those situations and i really think they've helped us um grow as a couple and i think you know we've had that those comments and that feedback from friends actually that we've been particularly solid and you know and it, it's it's quite an interesting reflection that that people seem to think that we are pretty solid all the way through now and it is and, they didn't before. you know people who who do know what we do, uh, who aren't involved in that lifestyle, have, have commented that, you know, one of our concerns maybe of us going into this lifestyle was, oh, maybe it won't won't be good for you in some way. Maybe, you know, your relationship surely won't weather this storm. And actually we've come out of it and they're like, well, fair play, you two are just solid. You know, yeah. if anything, we've we've been proven wrong. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I would say that that it's it's definitely helped us communicate more. Um, I mean, we've always had a lot of sex anyway, but that's added been added to. I think. And, I think so. And I think we value those those moments together as well. We've, in fact, you know, the way, the way our relationship started, we've always um, valued our time together, 
since the very first day, it's been really important we've had to fight to be with each other. And I think for me, this really, you know, it's almost solidified that. And it means that we, we every moment we get is extra, extra special. Um, so, you know, overall, pretty good then, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I'd say it's maybe had a few physical changes as well, in that we're both uh, <laughs> extra uh, kind of aware now of how we look physically. Mm. Are we both kind of, I know we've always wanted to look good for each other anyway, which is great and we always have done. But even now it's like no one wants to be the weakest link, do they? No, nobody does. <laughs> um. So it's it's forced us to adopt a, a few more healthy changes to our lives. Uh, all right, a slow process with me, but I'm getting there. And we, it, it so has made us... Do some press ups. Go on. Shush, I'm doing some sclunges later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's, it's Slunge, Bob, square pants. It's, it's made us both more aware of each other's health it has. and wanting to look after each other, make sure that we're doing the absolute best we can to make sure we feel body confident mm. around other people. And I, I, I love how you look, and I like to think you love how I look. But actually, unless um, you, unless I'm you feel it yourself, really. you don't. You don't. Do you? You need to be able to get out there and be confident amongst other people. Well, I'm definitely going to feel it myself, but <laughs> no, I, I, I totally agree with you. It has inspired us to, to be the best us that we can be. And I think that goes for how we look, but also how we are um, in our relationship. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one. Where are we on the questions? Why? So the last part of this particular question. What? Are we still on the same if, bloody question? They were needy. What can I tell you? They, they literally had so many questions. What? I know, but <sighs> they were good questions. So God damn it. And the last one is is really a cracker. Okay. I love it. It's it's a cracker. <laughs> this one is... Do you like dogs? Um... <laughs> what? Do you that, like dogs? an Irish accent, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's like an Irish gypsy kind of dialect. Is that right? I don't, I don't think gypsy is a place. Well, based on the film that I think you're trying to uh, quote, isn't that about Irish gypsies? Oh no! This is from a Lucky Charms advert. Mm. I'm going to ask this question, and we can review this film later. That impression was magically delicious. <laughs> so, what stresses you out most about the lifestyle, and how do we cope with that? Everything stresses That's me out. Not true. The whole thing stresses me out. It does not. It does. <laughs> You're not. Um. Just, I know what my stresses are from it. Well, I know what your stresses are. You Just could probably answer picking that. something to wear oh, is, is the is the first God, one. Yeah. Um, um, I'm telling you, you need a wardrobe three times the size of what you have now. If you're new to this lifestyle, look at your wardrobe, look at it again, and then go out and fucking triple it because you'll never have enough outfits that will fit what you want to do each time. You. What? It's true. Um, you need more underwear than you ever thought was possible. You need outfits for all sorts of different things. And I think you're just saying this because once. you continuously want new outfits and no. new underwear. And because you seem <laughs> to be able to get a lot of that stuff from me. So you don't, it's not like you're... So why am I still stressed out by it? <laughs> it's because you have an inability to make decisions half the time. And there's the problem. What stresses me out is not knowing what you kind of need to look like in a given environment what until you, want you get there. It's like an app. 
as we said this we before, talked about this before. This, I, I think this is an Alexa app. It's a, Alexa, <laughs> what should Mrs. H wear on a date tonight? And it'll be like, how slutty would you like to be? <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like, uh, sleazy. Pretty, pretty slutty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, about 70% slutness. I would like the club to be able to see my moist slit. If I bend over. Wow. Oh, I See, I did, did it. it. You did it. I did it. You didn't say Janine. Oh, dear. So I'm trying really hard to, to get this into my terminology. You're very trying. I don't think I'm going to say it again. Didn't feel very good. It didn't. No. No, you've actually got tears in her eyes now. <laughs> it's, it's a stress for me. The the sartorial choices just, no, I don't find them easy at all to cope with. And it's the one thing that stresses me out before we go anywhere or travel anywhere I generally have to start thinking about it 24 hours in advance about what to pack, what to take, have a backup outfit just in case. To be fair, though, the same is true of just anything that we do. <laughs> so your choice of what to wear is oh, yeah. never an easy one. No, it isn't. So it's not like that. So it's the... really compounded by this. Yeah, I mean, this this does just force you to do that. I think what you probably need is just a few old reliable outfits, mm. some default off the shelf, you know. I do. That you can just pull out and go. There we go. And maybe it's like um, like a like a hierarchy of needs depending on how awesome the other couple is. You might go with outfit one. If they're really hot, you might go with outfit two. <laughs> and if they're stunning, it's like outfit three. And and you just oh my god, we're gonna need a tier three outfit. <laughs> it's gonna defcon outfit five. <laughs> <laughs> what stresses you out about the lifestyle then? Honestly, like lots of it stresses me out. I think. Oh, it's the cat. Um, like the, the cat doesn't stress me out particularly. I think there's uh, there's a few things. One is the um, getting my head around the the, the not jealousy angle so much anymore, but the what's going to happen angle. Ah, uh, you like so, to get your head in the game, don't you? I do. Batman your way through it. I do like to Batman my way through it. So that stresses me out if if I feel that there's an unknown factor in there. And I'm not oh. sure how things... Or, or if it doesn't kind of pan out the way you thought it was going yeah. to. Yeah, I think there's there's also um, a bit of a performance anxiety, I think, because the ladies don't tend to have to have that issue so much. I've said much. this before, I'm sure most men, surely at some point in the lifestyle adventures, would experience an element of performance anxiety. And Even I... if it doesn't happen, like, you yeah, know, if there's no reason for the anxiety in the event, surely it must be in the back of your mind at some point. You know, and I think... For, for me, I don't, it's, I've never had a problem, uh, <laughs> touch wood. <laughs> oh, that's a double pun, I love it. I know, it's good, right? <laughs> well, you were after a bit of double, weren't you? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I kind of, I, it's it's not so much the, that, it's, that it's ever happened, it's the fear of it happening. Um, it's the, you know, how long are you going to last? Is it going to be good enough? Is it going to do the job? Can you satisfy somebody else? Are you going to be able to get to know them and do as much as you can in the the short space of time that you have? Mm. Um, and and really, and uh, the, the reality is, is, I feel like I've been been all right at all that stuff, and my experience has actually been really, really positive. But and that should change the way I approach it and the way I feel. But I still feel nervous. I still feel that 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 you know everything's going to go wrong. But then mm. that's that's quite often my approach to life. And if I think of what the worst thing could be, if that worst thing happens, then I'm prepped for it in a way. And it does go back to that Batmaning. If I always think that there's a possibility of something going south, um, again, pun intended, that I, I'm 
prepped for that in a way. So how are you how are you equipped to deal with that if it happens? How am I equipped? How well, would you cope with it? Well, if it if it did happen, mm. so I think there's like you know we do keep some Cialis or Cialis. Cialis in, More as a there. placebo, I think. Well, it's just there in the background as you. It's know never it's... actually left its box, rather hysterically, um, but it's there, <laughs> and I think it's interesting actually because we've never offered it to anybody else, and maybe in a few a few situations we 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 should have done. Um, not that we're medically equipped to dispense drugs to people, <laughs> but I, th- I think that could have been a thing. And I think, I don't know, it's th- that's there, I suppose, as a backup in case anything goes mm. really bad. But um, it's never really happened to me. Um, so I, I shouldn't be so nervous, but I, I still overthink it all. I, I also, you know, I get really, I get worried that I'm not worthy of people. Um, and we've spoken about this quite a few mm-hmm. times and I, you know, I feel intimidated because, you know, I look at some of these beautiful, beautiful women, you know, which you're one. Obviously, I, I've won your heart, so I'm sort of fairly confident that, that, <laughs> that, that scoring with you won't be a problem. But but these other women, you know, and most of them don't even compare to you, but I still don't feel worthy because I have a, a lack of confidence in the way that I look. So it goes back to the the body confidence issue. Yeah, it's it's a bit well it's a bit of it's not just body confidence, it's a level of worthiness and I think a level of you know, if I haven't got the body, uh, do I have the other stuff? Am I funny enough? Is my personality enough? Yeah, and but I don't know what drives that. Yeah, but you've got no reason to to feel inadequate well, in any way. We I I think it's just life. That's, that's sort of built that into me and I think you know if I really thought about it, it probably goes back to school stuff and probably you know but that even then strangely no, no massive deep-rooted issues deep-rooted psychoses we've not like hitherto yeah. untapped yet yeah it's that's a much longer episode <laughs> on the podcast but you know I do that does stick in my mind and I do I you know I, I do struggle to think that that we can approach certain couples because I'm like well, well in my head I'm like, look at them, they're so hot, there's no way they would ever want mm. to talk to me. They'll talk to you, and, and my and that drives a bit of that no, fear we're that... we're a package. That, well, we are a, we are a package, but in my mind, you're the, the most awesome bit of that package. You're like the awesome super, oh. um, you know, the, 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 the meat, whereas I may just be the potatoes and the veg. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible analogy. That's not a great but, analogy. Well, it's, okay, you're the... Um, you are the flowers, whereas I'm just the the stem of the of the plant. I don't know, but but that's in my head, and I I I can overcome that in the moment I can, and I can sort of fake mm. my way through it. But I still have those moments of doubt, and still have the moment, that moment of wow, how, how why would how they? How is this happening? Yeah, why would they they like me? And my confidence has definitely grown. That don't get me wrong. Because, I think it's definitely definitely grown. Um, and you know, I, I there's, there's women that we've played with that have fawned over me, have, have mm. fallen over themselves to to come back and have another helping of Mister H. You know, I don't blame <laughs> them. See, false. See, there you go. False, right? <laughs> bravado. There's false bravado, but it, you know, and that has helped me. Um, so I think you know, in in a way, the the the, the, the what would I what I would have considered to have been false Mister H. Has actually become sort of almost real, Mister H. Wow, and, and self-fulfilling prophecy. It is a little bit, yeah. So, but that—that's kind of what what worries me. And you know, um, 
I think the the worry that someone would be able to to get you off better than I could was there for a long time. But I think every circumstance until you realise that it's never happened. Yeah, brilliant. So um, and and when unfounded worry (laughs) when that actually happens, I'm probably going to have a full on breakdown. So am I. I don't think it'll ever happen. Well, it will. It will (laughs) happen, and I'm I'm prepared for that. Um, hence my level of Batman planning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Holy Batgasm. Um. But I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's just, it is just going to happen. I know you go through that, and I know you, you're like, one of your first questions to me after every play date is like, mm-hmm. was she like, was she any good at giving head? You know, was was it was, of was it any good? Of course, that's my. Well, first of course, that's your first thing because my first, my biggest insecurity is yes, that someone out there will deliver something better than I can. And I mean, you'll... they've all been better than you. Don't worry about Fuck it. You. Isn't it? <laughs> No one's better than you, There's someone will deliver something better. I mean, there's nothing wrong with someone delivering something different. No. And I'm prepared for the fact that there's different experiences out there that I cannot give you that will be fun to experience. Mm. And that's great. What I don't want is for someone to really take your breath away and me not be able to kind of live up to that expectation. But don't worry, if that happens, we're going to put you in their apprenticeship scheme and you're going to learn it. (laughs) Brilliant. See, I've got it all planned. <laughs> Batmaning. Uh-huh. It's the future. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. So the I think what, what you're referring to though is is not uncommon, surely in the lifestyle, for people to feel uh some level of inadequacy at some point along the way with either body confidence or, you know, just generally projecting their own level of self confidence. Because Ultimately, you you are under scrutiny, aren't you? Every time you you take your clothes off in front of somebody new, yeah, or even people that you know. Even when we go to bed and I get undressed in front of you every night, I still, I I still feel that level of scrutiny myself. And I check myself in the mirror and think, oh man, no, I could look better than I could do better. I know I've let you myself could do better than no, me. I I know <laughs> I could try harder to to look better, and it it constantly often... reminds me. That I need to do more and be better and try harder because I don't want you to one day think, "Screw this! She's she's not she's not making an effort." Oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll run away with the dog far before Brilliant. that happens. Brilliant! Right. <laughs> you and a little trash panda can set up a little mobile home together. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to rifle for bins. I'm going to eat all the rubbish, and she's going to eat all the used junk. Like some little honey badger. <laughs> yeah, she don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she gets no fucks. <laughs> honestly, I. What I, mean, what I mean is it it's quite healthy in a way to have that level of self depreciation I think because it means that you're not you're not ever going to get to a point where you just stop caring about how you look no and I think if if we've got to that between ourselves I think we'd we'd worry especially given the journey where we've yeah where we have done our best to to make the most of ourselves and mm. um whilst that journey continues we've clearly made some significant improvements and um made ourselves be a lot healthier and a lot better in terms yeah. of the way that we look and i hope that will continue because it's it's good for us yeah totally totally yeah uh and i had one last um stress i guess about the lifestyle okay um and that was largely around the <laughs> the, the kind of dynamic of if and we have in the past played with couples where uh that that whole analogy of taking one for the team is constantly in the back of my mind mm. Because it, it worries me that um, we, we meet a couple potentially and everyone connects fairly well. In the, but then in the back of your mind, you get that niggle of, 
oh man yeah the lady's really hot and maybe the man's not doing so much for me i don't know it's gonna it's gonna happen i guess in every kind of encounter that you have at some point how are you ever going to tick all the boxes for all four of you to find each other insanely hot enough to go and want to play and Mm. everyone be super happy and it's it's a stress that actually i think there's going to be situations where it doesn't quite pan out and maybe that chemistry isn't there and what happens if you get down to it and you realise the chemistry just isn't going to happen. I think, I mean, we've been through enough stuff to, mm. to realise that we need to be able to call time yeah. on that and not not take one for the team. Yeah, but it's a, a stress that you don't really want to have to go through, do you? No. You but, hope, but it but, won't manifest but itself. But it's kind of as soon as you start feeling those feelings, you have to be able to, mm. to, to recognise it um, and, and, and call that time. I think, you know, but I'd like to think that if we if we got to the point where sexy time could be on the agenda that we both you know mm. have thought it through and and realize you know and, and not committed to sexy times because you can always call it off at any point but at least you know good with the concept so i think you know it would be it's i think it would be rare for us to have got that far and and then and then sort of say no but that said you know the more we're going into club situations that the, the, the more sped up the whole process is. So I think for me, it's that being mindful that we've got to be very fleet of foot and agile in terms of how we think about some of this mm. stuff and process it really quickly. But I think it's interesting that in our journey so far, we have actually spoken to couples that it's happened to them maybe on a fairly regular basis. Mm, and true. they've been quite you know honest and telling us about experiences they've experienced where, oh, when, when it came down to it, they're, oh no, this... You know, stage fright kicked in or I you know there was no chemistry there or I didn't fancy him or her and you think yeah that must happen quite a lot yeah it was, it was in fact it was it was quite interesting I was listening to um Steak and Tequila's podcast um this morning and um, one of the things that they they talked about was a a meet where it got all the way to pretty much to their front door mm-hmm. and um there had been a bit of a miscommunication. By the way, if you've not heard the podcast, do, do go and check it out. Um, they seem like awesome party people, so um, kudos to you guys. Um, and basically, the the, the, the fellow had thought that everything was, was okay and they were all going to proceed. Uh, and, and the woman was like, no, 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 totally, you've misread the signal. It was I was tapping your leg or whatever and <laughs> telling really? you no. And he'd t- taken that to be yes, 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 oh, rather than, than no, no, no. Or maybe go, go, go instead of no, 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 because that would be easily confused. <laughs> anyway, um, dithering around the point, the, the thing was they got in the car and they were driving back and this couple were following them in their car and they said, um, they, they got to the garage and they'd obviously they had the conversation in the car. They parked the car up and then he got out, went to the door. Oh, to, wow. the, you know, and they'd driven all the way to the house yeah. and, and said, look, sorry, guys, I misread the signals and um, we've got to call it off. So and I, I think that's a really valuable lesson and that you, you can say no. There's nothing wrong with doing that. And, and you know, I mean, we can say no to each other. You know, if if, if we're not in the mood, it's absolutely fine to say no. Um, and we must be able to expand that to, to everything else. Although, you know, the chances of you saying no to me is <laughs> it's quite small, to be fair. Aww. It's much more likely that I'm going to have to curl up into a ball and show people <laughs> on the doll where you touched me inappropriately. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, that, as that example in terms of uh, steak and tequila, I think uh, I really hope it was them. Otherwise, um, I completely <laughs> fucked that up. But you you should be able to say no at, at, when, when you need to. And you should be able to say 
actually, I'm, we're not feeling this, so really sorry, but let's just go. And it might be totally orcs for a little bit, but... But you know, actually, but, do you know what? There's nothing worse than forcing a bad shag. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing worse <laughs> than forcing a bad shag, but also you've got to protect your relationship. Yeah. And that could damage you. That could lead to an argument. It could be, well, you were fucking him for, you know, mm. half an hour and there was just me sat there not wanting to do anything with her. Not a good feeling that's come out of that not aware of each other's situations and what's going on. So actually that's a that's a problem. Mm. Um, you know, since you're picking you could be equally be doing that. And that's where I think we've got to be really mindful that if we don't feel it, we've got to be really good at being mm. able to communicate that. And we're quite good at saying no before we get to the sexy time. So that yeah. that should should work out on, on the other thing. So before you go into another question, yeah. Um we've actually done an hour now. Wow. I know, right? Well, you we've said what happened. I know, right? We've waffled on for quite a bit. We, I think we'll, we'll call it a cool time, mm. right? You yeah, it's cool. With that? Yeah. yeah, we said we'd do an hour. Done an hour. Nailed it. <laughs> Knocked another park. Well, I can't back that up. So I hope, um, you know, well, actually, let's, let's, let's reverse that a bit. Firstly, thank you ever so much to anyone who sent any questions to us. We have got a bundle that we're going to try and answer and that we're going to try and catch up with. Um, in our next week's episode, um, if if we can't get them all in, in that yeah, time, we have a few, quite a few more to go through. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a big list there. So, um, and if we don't manage to do that, then who knows? It might be a third episode by which time it'll be a trilogy. A trilogy, <laughs> yeah. Um, and if not, then we'll, we, you know, we may do like a midweek one or something like that, just to just to catch up. So, um, thank you very very much for sending the questions. They've been really excellent. Um, they've given us a lot of food for. Food for thought, um, and actually challenged a little bit about what, how we think about mm. ourselves. Um, and obviously, we've we've discussed some of these a little bit. Not that you'd be able to tell it um, before the podcast, and it's it's raised some really interesting points that we've both sort of um, talked through. Um, so thank you for sending those in. Uh, we hope you found this episode useful, interesting. Um, at the very least, there there might be some advice in there. There might be some tidbits about or tidbits about us in there <laughs> tid tid tidbits tid, tidbits tidbits yeah, tidbits tiddly bits well you just said earlier that you know you carry king size condoms around with you i do i just you not, know, not for your tiddly bits <laughs> i just drop them on the floor just just so they know just look really flat i just leave them on my desk at work <laughs> as coasters as coasters yeah just put the tea on this uh coaster yes this coaster that's just accidentally Falling out of my wallet. It like lands on the desk like the one ring. Boom. I, I seem wow, to be doing what a player Lord having the... a cup of tea placed on a king-size condom wrapper. Well, it's, you know, it's an interesting tactic. You're going to be the talk of the water cooler next week. Really? <laughs> so um, I've managed to get my obligatory Lord of the Rings reference in. Um, it's about time I did one of those. Um, anything else you want to add, Mrs. H? No, I think we've talked for a good hour. Hour and we don't want people you know to get we've talked for a good hour. I just told you that we talked for an hour. I was referring to the fact that we don't want people to be fatigued by listening to us. And let's save the some more exciting questions for next time. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's been been an interesting episode. I've, and, en- I've and enjoyed the questions people have sent us. Definitely. Good. And we just want to point out that we haven't used all the gold up in this episode. No. We've not rifled through our favourites. We we no, have literally we have chucked them on there. Loads more questions. And yeah, we've got so many more questions. Mm-hmm. Look at us with our popular questions. <laughs> Look how popular we are. <clears throat> anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us uh, today. Uh, Mrs H, do you want to do the thing? Sure. Thank you for hopping into our bed. Oh, can you do it? Thank you for playing with my moisture. No, I cannot. Ah, shit. 
Thanks, guys. <laughs> Take care. Hello there. This is Mr. H. It's now two days after we recorded this podcast, uh, so it's a Sunday afternoon for us. Um, we went to Chameleons last night. It was a really good fun night, dressed up as cops. Uh, I'm sure we'll try and share some of that on Twitter. Uh, watch out, though. Those uh, those outfits were highly flammable. Don't let us uh, near any flames. We will go up and smoke. Uh, we're doing fine, which is good. Uh, Mrs. H is recovering. Uh, it was quite a heavy night, quite a late night and we need extra sleep. Anyway, we thought we'd give you a quick update before we chuck this podcast out into the real world. Anyway, uh, sorry it's late. Uh, See you next week. Bye.